Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to talk about Mother's Day and how us stepmoms deal with Mother's Day. First, we're going to take a look at the history of Mother's Day and where it came from. Um, it's really interesting. We researched this a little bit, and uh, Anna Jarvis, back in 1908, started this uh, special day to remember her mom, who actually did quite a bit to heal um, the differences between the North and the South and West Virginia after the Civil War. And uh, she wanted to remember her mom, and she fought tooth and nail to get this as a national holiday, which she did. And at the time, it was really interesting. It was a day to go back to your homes, to go to church with your mom, or if your mom had passed away, to remember your mom. And uh, it would be writing letters to her and wearing a carnation. And in fact, you didn't even buy your mom a carnation. You wore a carnation to remember your mom, which is very different than today. About 10 years after it was passed by law by President Wilson, um, it became so commercialized that Anna Jarvis spent the rest of her life trying to get it removed off of the national holiday calendar because she thought it was such a travesty on what had happened to that. She uh, was trying to undo what she did. She was trying to undo <laughs> what she did because, you know, commercialization took it over and it was no mom, no longer remembering your mother's. It was more about what you're going to get, what you're going to get. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, how moms would come to church with corsages that their husbands or oh, kids yeah. had bought them. My dad still does that today. Does he really? He does. My mom has a corsage. Oh, that is so funny. That is funny. Yeah, I, I thought mean, of maybe getting her a big sunflower because I thought that'd be kind of funny. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. But we're not really doing corsages nearly as much as I think we used to. No, that's an old-fashioned thing. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Old-fashioned. You don't need to get me a corsage. I That'd be funny. <laughs> You're going to do it now, aren't you? I'm going to do it now. <laughs> a big a big sunflower <laughs> or a lily with a bunch of... It's going to be more like a bouquet sitting on Oh, your, gosh. That sounds so interesting. Or I can go totally retro and just wear a uh, a red carnation for my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So lots of things. But let's talk about uh, Mother's Day in general. I think uh, we used to watch The Middle when it was still on. And every Mother's Day episode, it was how bad is it going to be this Mother's Day? Yes, it was how much she was let down, right, on every episode. And I think that most moms feel that way. And they feel... Um, these high expectations that we have and that they're not quite met. Now, of course, the middle exaggerates that. A kind of, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully nobody's like Mother's we, Day is that bad. Yeah, when you run to the gas station, um, you know, Mother's Day morning to to get the last whatever they have there. Yeah. That was a funny M&Ms or something? I don't know. Yeah. But I think, I think that a lot of mothers feel let down on Mother's Day. Why do you think that is? I think it's... A lot our own fault. 
we set these expectations that here it is Mother's Day and this day is going to be the day of all days and I'm going to be treated like a queen the whole day and I'm never going to lift a finger and, and I'm going to get all these gifts and be showered with attention and it's, you know, yeah, we just, we have these high expectations. Well, isn't that every day for you, sweetie? Oh, yes. <laughs> They're typically met. Yeah, typically. Mm -hmm. Typically. So, but it's even worse for stepmothers, wouldn't you say? Yes. Now, I am both a mother to my biological children, four of them, and I am a stepmother to six children. So, I have seen both sides. And yes, it's even harder um, as a stepmom. Why? Why Why would you say that? Because, um, so in our case, we have the kids 50% of the time. So I am mothering these, your children 50% of the time, the ones that are at home, which is just two of them right now. Um, but yet I don't get 50% of, of Mother's Day. Of Mother's Day. And I don't get 50% of the accolades that go to moms. You know, it's just, it's just not the way it is. Now, if I sit and think about it, do I want my kids? They don't have a stepmom. But if they did, would I want to share that with my kids? You know what I mean? Would I want my kids giving half the day to their stepmom? I would not. So yeah. I try and well, understand. It, yeah, and our arrangement is, is my kids are always at their mom's for Mother's Day. Yes, and they're always with us on Father's Day. And they're always with us on Father's right. Day. So it, it, does, it can be really hard. In fact, we were talking beforehand thinking... What would it be like if you were just a stepmom? You didn't have any of your own kids. That'd be hard. That'd be really hard because you're parenting these kids. You love these kids as your own. You do. You do. You love these kids as your own, but yet you don't get the benefits that come along with that. Um, that all goes to bio mom, as it should. As it should. And, and that's the hard. As it should, but really that doesn't hard. mean it hurts any less. Even though we know that it should be that way, it still can hurt. No, I, I bet it does. Now, we kind of alluded a little bit to this, that it's hard for mothers in general um, on Mother's Day. But a stepmom, there's a whole new set of feelings that are involved. Well, because you feel forgotten or left out or now, like we said, the kids are always with your kids are always with their mom on Mother's Day. There was one Mother's Day where we got them. Do you remember that day? I remember. Yeah. Because she was out of town um, for an important occasion with one of her stepkids. And so we had the kids. And I, I remember at the time thinking, this is probably the only Mother's Day I will ever have with these kids. And it has been. And it was great. It was a great day. But um, Wait, we have that recorded, right? It was a great. It there was, was a great, great Mother's day. day. So, sweetie. Wait, we're not there yet. <laughs> Let's talk about jealousy. We'll talk about Darren messing things up later. Oh, Let's, darn. I was so excited yeah, to get to that. I know you are. <laughs> Let's deal with hard feelings and jealousy first. Okay. So I, that feeling of being left out, I think, is probably pretty profound um, because you are a part of their lives. You are helping them get through this life. Um, even if it's 25% of the time, you're still there. You're still providing um, that nurturing that they need in, in that home. Right. And yeah, you know, 
this Mother's Day, all the kids that are out of the house, every single one of them contacted me. Um, you know, several of them sent me gifts, um, but I got phone calls from everyone. And, you know, I appreciate the thoughtfulness, you know, from everyone. I do. And um, it's important to me. It's important to me. It doesn't have to be a, a big gift, but I, I've always said I like a, a card just to feel that you remembered the occasion, you remembered me, and that's important. But yeah, a phone call makes my day. Yeah. So what if they don't call? How do you deal with that? Um, put their picture up and throw darts at it? I don't know. <laughs> well, you've had some Mother's Days where my kids didn't call you. Have I? Oh, yeah, I think you have. I've obviously blocked it out. Okay, so you've forgotten. That's good. <laughs> But what would you do? I mean, because there's there's a lot of people out there that maybe not won't be as thoughtful as our kids have already left the house. It's hurtful. It's super hurtful because, like I said, we're the mom half the time. And now that the kids are out of the house, um, the older kids that are gone, you know, I feel like we're just as much part of their lives as as their mom and stepdad. And so, yeah, it's it would be super hurtful to not get that recognition of you know, thank you for your presence in my life. Well, and, and those are the expectations that you've set. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's totally self-inflicted. I, I, you know me, I am, I'm very self-aware. I am. I know when I'm being grumpy. I know when I'm being ridiculous, like I'm, I'm self-aware. And yes, these are expectations that I have set. And I think that a lot of moms set, they, they have, you know, in their mind, what's going to happen on this day. And when it doesn't, we are so let down. And it's even worse as a stepmom, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, it is. You, you probably won't even have your stepkids there with you at that time. Right. So what do you do? How, how are you going to set your expectations? Are You mentioned this earlier. I mean, what are you going to do about those expectations? You know, we just have to try and manage them. So, so what does that mean, manage? You have to try and think... Um, we can't think that they're purposely not calling me. You know what I mean? It's all we're, we're in control of our thoughts and we have to not let our thoughts go down this road of they didn't call me or they didn't send me anything because they don't love me or, you know what I mean? Our thoughts go down. You can't let your thoughts go. Cause that's just, that's not true. Um, and that's just self-destructing. That's self-destructing. Well, you also mentioned some other things that you could do to, to manage expectations by taking control. Yes. Yes. And just like we, I did this year. I yes, feel like you a did. Little bit. You took control this year. So obviously we knew we weren't going to have your kids on Mother's Day. And actually I was going to be out of town on Mother's Day. I was, I was on a girl's trip with my oh, sisters. Oh yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. You've and, been gone for Mother's Day the last four or five years. Oh, whatever. We're, we'll <laughs> definitely get to that. Um, but yeah, I was traveling back on Mother's Day. Didn't get back till nine 30 at night. So I was gone the whole day. Um, so we were celebrating Mother's Day the Sunday before Mother's Day because we had your kids. So I said to you, probably the week before that day. Yep, you did. Darren, this Sunday we should celebrate Mother's Day. And so. And I said, my mom doesn't care about this Sunday. Uh-huh. You're so funny. <laughs> Hilarious. But, but that, I appreciate that's that. taking control of your expectations. Yeah. and Because you set up expectations. Hey, 
I want to do something to celebrate Mother's right. Day. Right. And I have, I have to take a little bit of the, of the responsibility and say, I need to make sure I remind him to do something. And you did. Yeah. See, I just need a little bit of prodding. And I think we have to be fair as women to our spouses. We have to be fair. What do you mean by that? Because you guys are just not, men are typically not wired to think about these things. Um, and I think that a little prodding helps everyone in this situation. Because um, if I didn't give you the nudge that it was coming up and then nothing happened the Sunday before oh, Mother's Day, be so upset. I'd be so upset. So yeah. that's what I mean when I say take control of the expectations and take control and responsibility and help it out. Help the situation out. Yeah. Instead of sitting back and going, well, here we go again. Nothing happened. Yeah. Instead That's of being not... passive aggressive, saying, yes. hey, here are my expectations. Yep. I actually appreciate that a lot about you because you tell me what, what you're expecting. Right. And sometimes prodding me if I forget. Right. Right. So yes. another thing we talked about, um, and it's getting back to the roots of Mother's Day in general, and that is if you're sitting there wallowing in your feelings of jealousy and grief, you have a mother yourself. Yeah, focus on your own mom. And that can be a way to help the day if you're feeling really sad and bad that not everyone remembered you or you can focus on your own mom. And that's what the day's about, focusing on your mom. It is. And that's what Anna Jarvis was really about. In fact, she actually never got married, never had kids and died um, uh, without without any um, kids behind her. And she thought it was kind of shameful that people started becoming self-absorbed about this holiday, which was really to celebrate mothers. Right. Right. Instead of just what, what am I going to get? Right. And we also have to remember if Mother's Day isn't the best day of the year, think about all the nice things that your family does for you throughout the year. I mean, that's a lot of expectations for one day. And just like it's funny, you buy me flowers all the time. But I didn't for Mother's Day. No, you ra I don't. You rarely have. You have. There's been times where you have. In fact, the times where I've been um, with my kids and you were out of town. Because I knew you wouldn't wear a corsage. Oh, you're so hilarious. <laughs> you don't know that. But I okay. But I don't you're going to wear I, one no, next year. No, I'm not. No, it's I'm not. a promise. Everyone's hearing. Just kidding. <laughs> but you have sent me flowers on Mother's Day. But it's not something you always do. And but yet you give no, me flowers all the time. So why don't you, here's a good question. We haven't talked about this. Oh. Why don't you always get me flowers on Mother's Day? Because Mother's Day is different than the other day, so I'll get them to you. <laughs> I like that answer. That that's a good answer. That is such garbage. <laughs> no, that's a good answer. I like that answer. Whatever. That is hilarious. No, honestly. No, honestly. I don't, to me, it's not as important on Mother's Day as on the other days. Why? I, I don't know. It just doesn't cross my mind to get you flowers because we get you other things. Okay. Because you do. You you always get me good. The kids always get me good gifts. And I another thing, I always give you ideas for gifts. Yes, you do. And women, we need to be helpful in that way. Now, don't be like, here's the list. Here's the store. Here's the size. Here's the, you know, we don't, because then you'll yeah, really but, be disappointed. Well, and not only that, you'll come across as a control freak. Yes, but I, I mean, and men don't you, like that either. No. It'll be like, yeah, you'll get whatever I give you. Right. 
But you always appreciate when I say, oh, I could use some new nail polish or I could no, use a yeah, new Yeah, I absolutely know. appreciate that. But I think what you like more than anything is handwritten yep. cards. I got that from my dad and yep. my mom. My mom always wanted just a card. Um, With something personally written inside. Yes. And yeah, my dad was very much a personal note writer. So yes, I would prefer that over anything every Mother's Day. Okay, this last section is kids need help. They need guidance in how to do Mother's Day, especially when now they've got a stepmom and a mom. It, it can be really difficult for kids to navigate those treacherous waters. Yeah, they do. They do. And we have to remember, kids are going to be loyal to their biological parents and as well as they should. They should be loyal. Well, even if their biological parents haven't been in the picture a long time and right. then they come back. They are going to be tied to them, and it's important that they are. Right. And so it's important for us to respect that, that they are loyal to their um, biological parents. But we're also hopeful that they were, will give the step-parent um, just some small recognition, right? That's what, that's what we're after. Yeah, but that can be pretty hurtful. Just a, a thankful. A, thank, a thankful. A thank you. A thank you. But that can be pretty hurtful, though. It can, because if it doesn't come, it can be really hurtful. Right. And I, you know, I follow these um, groups on Facebook about with blended families and step parents. Oh, this was a really hot topic. It this, was. There was a this. lot of stepmoms, especially on there around Mother's Day, that said, you know, they didn't get a boo from their stepkids and their, you know, their um, spouse didn't even encourage them to do anything. And well, and that's where you're, you need to encourage your, your spouse to help out. Because they're like going, well, I'm not your mother. Right. I mean, you're not my mother. I mean, what? But, you know, even even young adult um, children need reminders. Hey, don't forget about your stepmom or your mom even right. on this day. Yes. And you know what? We have to look at that. That is a teaching opportunity for us. We are teaching our kids to be thoughtful. So we need to put sometimes put pride away. And we're teaching our kids something. We're teaching them to be thoughtful. So if that if you are the stepmom and Mother's Day is coming up and maybe um, your uh, husband's ex-spouse is not remarried, do you take your stepkids out to buy them presents for their mother on Mother's Day? Yes. Yeah, that's a tough one for a lot of people. Yes, you do. It's hard in the beginning. I think the first couple of years, that's probably hard. But I think um, once you get past some of those raw feelings of divorce, then yes, that's absolutely the right thing to do. Well, why? Why is that the right thing? Um, once again, that's teaching your kids to be thoughtful and respectful human beings. And, and that, to be kind. And to be kind. And we're teaching them that um, that's a great teaching moment with your kids that I'm showing them, hey, let's go buy something for your dad or for your mom. And they can look at us and go, wow, they're they're really going out of their comfort zone to make sure that I'm doing something kind. And they, they look at us as kind for doing that. Well, and I think what happens is they begin to trust you more, right? They're, they can say, look, I can trust, you know, uh, my stepmom that she's looking out what's best for me. Right. Right. Because what's best for me is that my mom is not mad at me. Right. For forgetting. 
Right. And what's best for me is that she's teaching me how to be thoughtful and yeah. kind and, and things like that. Yeah. So these are some great things that you can teach your kids. I have taken, I think last year, last year, the year before I took Madeline, she wanted a, something very specific for her mom for her birthday. And I went and helped her gather everything that she needed. And I had no problem with that whatsoever. And I hope that, you know, Madeline looks at that, that that was something that um, I was, I was extremely grateful that she trusted me enough to ask me to help her do that. Right. It's, a, you know, being in these blended families is a very unique position because there really are four parents involved most of the time. Right. Um, or three at least. And so you've got to rem remember that, that you're not parenting alone that there's someone else there that you have to help take care of with the kids as well. Right. Um, and build that relationship with them. If you're trying to torpedo that relationship with their um, bio mom, that is a very dangerous place to be. It is. And the kids will resent that later on. They will. They may not resent it now. But they will. But they will later they on will. for sure. Well, and you had talked to your sister who has been divorced for, I think she said 18 years and not remarried. Yeah. And, um, her ex didn't help the kids remember Mother's Day or birthdays, but... But my parents stepped your in. Your parents did. Yeah, my parents stepped in and helped, helped uh, you know, her kids remember that. And they remember it now. Now he does actually help out. I mean, their relationship is a lot better than it used right. to be. Um, but those were some pretty hard years for those kids. And watching them, you know, navigate between the two parents was was um, hard to watch. So we need to make sure as we get older and we're... Having kids, you know, maybe we'll have kids that are divorced. We have to make sure we're mindful of the whole situation. And do we need to step in and help? And, you know, things it's, like that. It's called being nice. Yeah, it's called being nice and kind. And that's what we want to teach our children, for sure. Now, another thing is that we've tried, not successfully every year, is having stepmother's day the week before Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. It worked out great this year. <laughs> so I have repented. Things are good. It did. And I, we already mentioned this. It and only well, it because worked you reminded me because which helped out I a lot. said, hey, this Sunday, which is the week before Mother's Day, why don't we celebrate Mother's Day since I'm going to be gone and the kids won't be with us. And you stepped up and it was a great day. It was a great day. But if we're being real here, people. It has not always been that way. No, it hasn't. Most of the time, I just send Paige away. <laughs> that Mother's sounds day. really bad, babe. I know, but it's true. <laughs> well, because there was three or four years in a row. Four, year, four years in a row. happened to be, it was the weirdest thing. Weird. You rarely travel on a Sunday. Rarely are you gone on a yeah. Sunday. And all these trips were like international trips. Yeah, so Brazil, I was gone, China. Yeah, I was gone for two weeks yeah. on all these trips. And they happened to fall on Mother's Day four years in a row. It was bizarre. So I did the next best thing. I flew Paige out to be close to where all of her adult children are, Paige and Sam, and I flew them out. So I should get like kudos for that. Major kudos. Major, Major kudos. Because that was that was great that I could spend so, those days. But it's with been my kids. four years that I haven't had to really worry worry about mothers. Exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, two years ago. Stepmother's Day was a disaster. There was no Stepmother's Day. It, there was supposed to be. <laughs> but there wasn't. That was the that was what the problem was. There was supposed to be. Yeah. But then it was like, oh wait, oh, is that today? Oh, are we gonna do it after oh, Mother's uh, Day? Yeah, it nothing really happened. Well, and this goes into the way that men and women think differently. Father's Day for men 
really isn't that big of a deal as it is for women with Mother's Day in general. Isn't it? It's not as big of a deal for you? No, not really. Okay. And you would say that most men feel that way? I, I would say so. I mean, how often do you hear... How often do you hear a man complaining, my stepkids didn't call me on Father's Day? Or even your kids. Or even my kids. Yeah. So fathers typically don't have the same emotional um No, I don't needs. think we do. Yeah, I don't think we do. Why, why is it? Do women equate their children calling them with their value? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we just, we need that recognition. And maybe men don't need that as much. No, maybe not. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. We are different, that's for sure. We are very different. And maybe it's because um, women are typically the nurturers in the house, right? Yes, that's and true. And we want a, a break, right? So we want to not have to do anything that day. And you want day. everyone to nurture you that yes. day. Yes. We want gotcha. this one day. This one day, we don't want to cook or clean or, you know, change diapers, or right? We want this one day off to just have everyone else wait on us. And for men, that's not typically something that they need the day off of. I mean, this is, this is being very stereotypical, but so, I mean, maybe that's why it's, no, it it's could be. different. Okay, so our funny moment of the week is not that funny until you look at it in retrospect. It was not funny at all. No, we were headed to uh, Paige's dad's memorial this last week. And one of the things that he wanted was all of his grandkids and kids and great-grandkids to wear one of his ties. He had a tie collection like there was no... Ties and hankies. Ties and hankies. He's a very sharp dresser. He always right. had a tie and a hanky, and he wanted everyone, all the boys and men, to wear the, wear one. Right. So on our way to the memorial service, which was only about 40 miles away from where we were staying at my sister's house... Um, we were headed out the door, and Paige handed me the ties and the hankies, and I was the last one out, so I went to go lock the door, set the ties and hankies down on the porch, and left them there as we hopped on the road. And 50, about 15 minutes later, I said, oh, where are the ties and hankies? And we realized they're not in the car. I got off on the first exit. And we, we couldn't get back on the freeway because it was... A SIG alert. It shut yep. down the freeway. It was nonstop. It was stop traffic going the other direction because so beautiful Southern California. Southern California. Uh, it already had us getting to um, our destination 15 minutes early, um, but it took us 25 minutes to get back to my sister's house to get the ties. And by the time we hit the road, it was a good 45 minutes later than when we first left. To say that I was stressed would have been an understatement. Yeah, I turned some music on in the car to break the tension. But you need to tell everybody, how do I handle stress? She just gets really quiet, which yeah, is really squarey, scary. I don't yell. <laughs> nope, she just sits I don't, there. I, in fact, I usually don't say anything at all. I just no. sit there, and in my head, I'm going... Because we were having a family gathering a half hour before the memorial started with all of our extended family, and I was so worried I was going to be late for that. Yeah, and I was worried too, but you told me to slow down when I was going a little fast. Well, you were going like 95. I'm like, great, we're going to get a ticket. We're going to spend time. But the good news is we got there. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. No, oh. no, no, no. Back up. <laughs> okay. There's more to the story. There's more. We took the express lane on the 91. Yes, and, and we were like, oh, should we get out of the express lane now 
or should we stay in it? You know, what's the next exit? And we decided to stay in it. Which was the wrong thing to do because we missed our exit. Several exits. Yeah, we went an extra five miles. Yes, in Southern California traffic. But we were going pretty fast because we were in the express lane. And then... Looking down, I got a little beep on the uh, dash that said, there, you only have five miles left. Yeah, we had, I think, gas. three miles left to our destination, and we yeah. had five miles of gas left. Now, we were in a huge um, Expedition Max um, that we had rented for the trip. And so we're in, the, so I'm thinking, we're not going to make it. And we didn't have time to stop and get, I mean, it was, it was, kind oh of, it was really crazy. But we actually got there with five minutes to spare. We got there with five minutes to spare. We had two miles left on the gas. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's, we can laugh about it now, but I can tell you. Oh my goodness. I thought, what am I going to do if we run out of gas? I can't push this big car anywhere. And there was no gas station nearby. Um, yeah, so. That's what you were thinking? You weren't thinking that Paige is Oh no, uh, I was going to kill you? No, I was yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that. But I I had speed dialed the other car that drove before us that was already there. I was going to call them and say you need to come pick us up at this location right now. Yeah, it was very stressful. Yeah, I was. You could have cut the tension with a knife. I tried to cut it with music. It didn't work. <laughs> I even tried to play like Frank Sinatra, your dad's favorite. And I was trying so hard. I thought, okay, there's nothing I can do about this. But I just couldn't get, I mean, I started crying. As soon as we got there, oh. you were fine. As soon as so. I couldn't get out of my own head. You know, I just thought, I'm going to be late. And, da, 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 and this is my dad's memorial. It was not good. But we can look back now and laugh. Ha, ha, ha. I'm glad we can. <laughs> If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On our next episode, we're going to talk about the pitfalls and scary times of scheduling summer schedules. And just year-round schedule. It can be difficult. <laughs>